When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Thank you for tuning into the Sports Ethos Nets podcast. This is your host, Cody Mallory, on Twitter at RealCodyMallory. I am joined just by Joe Farrow tonight as Anthony is traveling currently. That is at the Joe Farrow on Twitter. Joe, I'm going to be honest. We can say traveling in quotes because that man is slosh right now. He is, and I'm jealous after uh, what the hell I just had to watch. And I want to just say, Joe, I hate you because this only happened because of you. All right. I'll take the blame. I'll gladly take the blame. Obviously, for those that are listening, the thing I am talking about that just happened was Spencer Dinwiddie hitting a game-winning three at the buzzer. The Nets, after KD hit a miraculous shot with 10 seconds left, um, Joe, let's just talk through that final play. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, obviously, KD like pulled up for three, like double team, shot over two guys, nothing but net. It was a good and old Dallas- classic. It was a good old classic. Der fuck you three. He brought it Correct. back. Brought it back <laughs> right in the mouth of two guys, probably like four feet behind the three point line. Bottom, yeah, like ten seconds mm-hmm. left, and we just nothing left- but that. Yeah, and we just left Luca way too much time to operate. Yeah, so I mean. Let's just talk about the last play. Um, so Luca had the ball, top of the key. KD blitzed him with roughly like three seconds left on the game yeah. clock. He blitzed him. Um, Dragic rotated up from the corner to the wing, but he was a little slow. Then what he caught, pulled up, and kind of ugly shot made it. <laughs> wow. Oh, but. Leave Spencer my, alone. My only critique on the play was I would not have had Drogic in the game. Yeah. Um, I mean, the Mavs, they got, like, bigger guys. Like, Dinwiddie's a guard, but he's a bigger guard. So, like, Drogic got there, but he was a little late, and, like, he didn't really affect the shot at all. Maybe, like, a Kessler Edwards would have been better, in my opinion. Yeah, I think he was but on the court. He was just on the other side. Was he? 
Yeah, I believe Kessler was on court, but he was just on the other side of the floor. And I mean, the the that's how the Mavs really just stay in games. They have a three, they run a three guard lineup, but basically Spencer Dinwiddie is running the three because he right. does have the size to be able to do it. And we've seen Spencer Dinwiddie throughout his whole time in Brooklyn. He he would always guard one through three. There was even games where he was guarding one through four. But like he has the size to be able to contend on defense. Granted, he is not the best defender. He just has the size to be able to do so. But so yeah, right. running these three guard lineups, Spencer Dinwiddie basically playing the three. He's spotted up on the wing, just waiting for Luca to get blitzed. Luca throws a little nice bounce pass right through, uh, right past Kevin Durant as he's blitzing. Spencer Dinwiddie pulls up Drogic on the rotation, and Drogic, yeah, he was a little late, but you can't really defend it much better. Drogic had a hand face right on the side, and it was just Spencer Dinwiddie clutch as he usually is. Little bit it. Everybody, everybody listening knows that Spencer Dinwiddie is one clutch player. So it's it it doesn't surprise me. I mean, we should have seen it coming, <laughs> but but you know, it, it was a good, it was definitely a, an amazing pass by Luca to be able to get that through. Cause I'm telling you, like when we try to say like KD blitzed, I mean KD blitzed. <laughs> like he started right. sprinted full speed from the wing over towards like the side of the top of the key. And he and and Luca just bounces the pass right through there. Spencer pulls up game at the buzzer. Yeah, it, it hurts because, like, the Nets he was talking are, all that shit. I mean, it hurts extra because it was Dinwiddie, and I've been a uh, very anti Dinwiddie. But <laughs> for the Nets' sake, it hurts even more because, like, you got to try to get every game you can if you want to get out of the play in now. Cleveland did lose tonight. Thank you, Philly. Um, so even if Toronto wins tonight, I mean, they'll be tied with Cleveland, I believe. I don't know who has that tiebreaker. But like we said before, Cleveland at the seven isn't the end of the world if the Nets are eight. That's honestly – That's an ideal scenario. Maybe one of the, the best two. possible scenario. It's one of the top two. The next best scenario is us getting up to the three. But if we stay at the eight and Cleveland is the seven, we will take that because then we get Kyrie in the first play-in game. Correct. So, like, I mean, that's not horrible. But at the end of the day, you don't want to be in the play-in. You want to get up to that sixth spot. And that hurt because the Nets got kind of a little bit of a tough schedule coming up. A little bit, yeah. I mean, there's some obviously games. Portland. Portland's not tough on Friday. Then they got Utah at home. Uh, no Kyrie, as far as we know. That's on Monday. Technically, the vaccine mandate has not been extended that long. It's just extended the last five days, and he has to extend it again every five days. Um, but based on his comments, it's probably getting extended, so there will be no Kyrie, one would imagine. And then in Memphis on next Wednesday to play the Grizzlies. So, like, you need every game you can get. And the Nets were up, what, 13, 14 going into the fourth quarter, I believe? I believe it was 14. Or 12. or It was somewhere around there. They were up in the fourth in the fourth. I know that. Yeah, and then the Nets only scored 20 points in the fourth. So, like, I don't know, man. I didn't like when Nash started Durant in the fourth. And then waited like three minutes, two minutes, and then gave him like a spell. And during that spell, the Mavericks just went on a huge run. Mm-hmm. I feel like if you're going to give it to him, first two minutes of the fourth, or you don't give it to him at all. <laughs> I agree. 
Yeah, you give him. You gotta have KD in for like the final ten minute stretch. This is like, you want KD in to close the third, especially in a tight game like we just had. So right. it's like I feel like KD's rest should be from like one thirty left in the third until like maybe nine forty left in the fourth, and then just let KD ball the rest of the time, especially in the games where KD's by himself. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Cause like, yeah. you need to give him like that five, like with, I mean, obviously with the quarter change and stuff like that, that's like probably getting like a seven, eight minute rest on the bench comes back, plays the final, plays the final nine and a half and, and just let him ball. But like, it, it was definitely a questionable time to take KD out. Mavericks just went on a big run. Like we said, without KD in there and his versatility, the Mavericks, their, their three guard lineup with guys like, uh, Dwight Powell and Dorian Finney-Smith, it's like it's it's hard to guard without KD's versatility yeah. out there, and that's really what bit the Nets in the ass tonight. I mean, the Mavericks, they like you said earlier, they got those three guards, and they went on the run with Luka on the bench just because they had Brunson and Dinwiddie doing things, and like yeah. they still have two playmakers even when the arguable top five player in the world in Luka was not on the floor, and they, they got them back into the game, and then Luka – Closed it. He hit two tough shots and down the stretch. I thought Drogic defended him pretty well, and he just faded away. And like uh, he, he almost hit the ceiling in the Barkley Center, and it just dropped right through the net on both of them. Yeah. <laughs> but, yes, ah. it was absurd. Yeah, I mean, I said, I said it was, today. I said Luca does strike fear into my heart. He absolutely does. <laughs> yeah, man, he's he's good. <laughs> very good i predicted a luca 30 point triple double he had 37 9 and 9 so like come on man he really screwed me there blocking two steals also <laughs> yeah as yeah. for the nets they lost the game but dallas was a good team and i mean there was positives takeaway bruce brown was really good again uh he had 17 five assists nine boards i mean he was the one that was getting to the ball at the foul line when they were blitzing Durant in that third quarter. And he was making a lot happen from there. Um, in addition to him, Goran Dragic had his best game as a net so far. 
Yeah. And he even said post game, he was like, yeah, like I'm starting to feel more comfortable, but I, there's still room to improve. And he mentioned how he used to being like the ball handler in a pick and roll situation. And he mentioned how KD usually has the ball in his hands. I mean, no surprise, he's KD. But Drogic said that's something he's getting used to. So look for him to keep playing better and better as he gets more used to his bowl on the nets. Yeah, he, he definitely has improved game by game. And, I mean, sometimes the stats don't always show up, but he definitely is looking more and more comfortable in terms of when he has the ball in his hands, running the offense, really filling his spots, filling the lane properly. And I give a lot of credit to Steve Nash on that, just being able to really get him in very quickly and make him feel comfortable. But it's it's definitely – you can definitely see. it's a, It's been a slow progression, but at the same time it's been – pretty quick considering how many minutes he's played and how much of a role he's played for us. And it's only getting bigger how, uh, with how long we go without any confirmation on Kyrie's status. So we, it's, it's definitely a lot of credit to Goran Dragic. And tonight, what do you have? He had like 12 in the third quarter or 12 in the second quarter, something like that. He I mean, went uh, one of the quarters. He had a really good stretch. It was and, the second. I think he had 14. Yeah. It was something like that. He he went he, yeah. he had a really good game for us tonight, and I expect him just to keep getting better. I agree, and he's I still think he's gonna be a huge pickup for the playoffs. Just even if it's he's only playing 15, 20 minutes, that veteran leadership. He's a very capable ball handler. He's gonna take care of the ball for the most part. Um, big grab. Andre Drummond. I mean, he got pretty much <laughs> exposed in a pick and roll which limited his minutes. So he only played 22 minutes, but that man had eight offensive rebounds in 22 minutes. That's absurd. Yeah. That guy, that was insane. His offensive rebounding tonight, he was just grabbing everything and he really didn't. Yeah. That much. I think in the first six minutes he had, uh, he had six points and 10 boards in his first. Yeah. He had, yeah, he had double digit rebounds, like six minutes into the game. That's absurd. He finished with 14 and 17 in 22 minutes. He was a minus 11. Uh, Luca and the other guards, Brunson, Dinwiddie, were kind of attacking him and pick and roll. That's why Claxton, who I think Claxton was damn good again tonight, 26 minutes, 6 of 8 from the field, 13 points, 5 boards. I mean, Claxton's looked really good since he's been reinserted. Kind of that Philly game was when I noticed that he – kind of looked like he did in the middle of the season when he was playing really well in between the illness and the injury. Um, Everyone kind of just thought Claxton would be like an afterthought. He wouldn't play after acquiring Drummond, but we all should have figured the Nets are going to have more injuries. We haven't seen LaMarcus Aldridge, so Claxton's gotten his role back. Yeah. It's going to be interesting to see how they spread out these center minutes once LaMarcus Aldridge is back. Cause I definitely do not want to see Claxton just throw under the bench again. Cause he's played such I, a big role. I agree. And I mean, he gives the Nets a different look defensively than obviously Drummond or Aldridge give. Um, yeah. But I mean, I think the Nets are going to have plenty of versatile uh, versatility. Like, there might be times when they don't even play with the traditional center. They just got Ben Simmons. If he ever comes back, we'll get to his update in a couple minutes. And Kevin Durant on the floor together. You still got two guys that are 6'10 or taller, but they're not a traditional big. Yeah. Um, that'll just give 
the defense nightmares trying to match up with them. Yeah, absolutely. Because that I, I we've gone into it a hundred times by this point, but the death lineup that the Nets could run with if you run without a traditional center, like with Ben playing that Draymond Green role, just Ben and KD down at the four and the five, just their size down there, both six ten and above. You got Kyrie Irving, and then you have Patty Mills and Seth Curry. Like, how how do you stop it offensively? Right, you don't. <laughs> and then defensively, they're all flying around. Like, you, that's a lineup where you actually can switch everything and be effective, because right. these guys will fly to the ball, and they will. All those guys play hard on defense. Like people knock Kyrie and Patty Mills for being small and not the greatest of defenders, but like they will, they give intensity and effort on defense. And hell, hell even if you don't want to run one of Patty Mills and you think Kyrie and Seth and KD is enough shooting, you could put Bruce out there. There's another one. It's just like, I was gonna, like it just works perfect. I was going to say my death lineup might even be Bruce Brown instead of Patty Mills with how yeah. well Bruce has been playing. Yeah, exactly. It's gonna be it's gonna be scary once it happens, but we'll have yeah. to. Any other anything else you want to talk about this game? I mean, tough loss. Yeah, the guy hit a shot. I mean, you just gotta tip your hat to him and move on to Portland. You have to tip your hat to him and admire the tribute video. Did he get the tribute video? I wasn't home at tip off. I'm gonna be honest. I don't. I do not know. <laughs> <laughs> I do not know honestly, but like he might have had one earlier this year. I don't. I think right. Washington had to have played at Brooklyn this year while he was there. But, like, I feel like we just don't remember it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I do I do remember a game against Washington. I don't know if it was in Brooklyn when Dinwiddie got the last shot of the game and he missed it, and then that's the one by, I think it was one. Yeah. But I don't know if that was in Brooklyn. I think Kyrie played that game, so it must have been in Washington, but I'm not I mean, positive. Guess what? And I remember – you made sure when we came on here to talk about that game, you said, of course, Spencer Dinwiddie ended up with the final shot and he missed it. I remember. <laughs> yeah. Well, unfortunately he didn't miss it this time. <laughs> I, I, I tweeted I, last week. I was like, man, I love to see Spencer Dinwiddie thriving. Cause he had a great game, the game before Boston. I forget who it was against. And then he, and then he, Locked up defensively on the last possession of the game and hit the game-winning three in Boston last week. And then I, t- yeah. you know, I was like, I love to see Spencer Dinwiddie thriving because, you know, like most normal Nets fans, we love Spencer Dinwiddie. And, and then I went back, I found the tweet right after that shot, and I just said, "Fuck!" <laughs> <laughs> like wrong time, Spence. Yeah. So this is your fault, <laughs> guys. Guys, hot. Change of scenery. Got him good. Streets said Dingwoodie was washed. And Dingwoodie said no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Enough of your Dingwoodie love. Anything else in this game? Uh, I don't no. think so. No. no? All right. Ben Simmons, you want to give the update? You want me to give it? Uh, Yeah, you, go. you got it. Because I want to – I'll be honest. I was, like, pretty focused on the game. I didn't really get into the whole – Update, I saw that it said that the initial return date was going to be this Friday's game at Portland. But other than that, I don't I don't know what else was going on. Yeah, so from uh, Nick Friedel of ESPN, Nash says that Simmons got, in, I don't know if I'm saying it right, epidural? Yeah. Well, the Nets were in Orlando. 
Um, the hope is that it will make his back to start feel uh, back to feel better, and he'll be able to do more moving forward. Um, he said there is no specific timeline for Simmons' return to the practice floor for now. They have to wait to see how he responds over the next few days, and then they're going to set a schedule. Steve Nash was asked after shooting around before the game if this didn't work, he was going to have to have a procedure. And Steve Nash said there has been no discussion of a procedure. We are still expecting him back in the regular season. Yeah, and I believe Woj put out a tweet saying something about like putting him on track to maybe get it like one or two games in before the season ends and we go to the playoffs, which would put us yes. on track to see Ben Simmons in person. Hopefully we could catch his first game or any game. Hopefully he's playing before then. But <laughs> but it could put us on track to see Ben Simmons. Yeah, what you're saying when Sim from Woj four hours ago, when Simmons started rehab in Brooklyn, there had been a quiet target date of Friday versus Portland for a return. Now the hope is Simmons can play a couple of games, perhaps April 8th and 10th before the opening of the Eastern Conference playoffs. So that was what you're talking about, about the Portland thing. That was when he first got here, and obviously that timeline kept getting pushed back. Yeah. By the way, Donovan Mitchell just hit seven threes in one quarter. So I there, saw that. <laughs> there's that. But yeah. Scoring in the NBA right now is just absolutely insane. <laughs> the month of March just like turned it up for everybody. <laughs> this has to be like the highest individual scoring month in like in NBA history. <laughs> yeah. It, I know it's yeah, it has to be. Or at least it has to be up there. It's gotta be like other than maybe the, the the month that we were in the bubble and Donovan Mitchell and, <laughs> and Jamal Murray were putting up 50 against each other every single night. Then, then I, I do this, that. We had two different 60s. We've had like four different 50s. And we're at the 16th of the month. <laughs> like, my right. God. Joe, before we uh, go to Portland, how scared were you when Kevin Durant went on the floor and took his shoe off? I don't know if I took a breath the entire time. Bro, like, I didn't realize he took his shoe off. I literally thought he snapped his ankle. Like, I was like, you <laughs> got to be kidding me. Like, his ankles were, like, literally in half. I was like, there is no way. His and foot is not on his body. And then one of the commentators was like, oh, it looks like Kevin Durant's shoe came off or he took it off. And I was like, oh, my God. That's a good sign. They asked him about it at the press conference. Kevin Durant said he stubbed his toe and then said if he he asked the reporters if that's ever happened to them, and he said it hurts like shit. <laughs> so apparently all he did was stub his toe, and he literally gave every Nets fan and basketball fans for that matter, because the game is better when the superstars are on the floor, a mm. massive heart attack. Like I was like, this, the season's over. Like I'm just going to go to bed. Not going to record any podcasts. Not going to watch any more games. Like the season's done. We're officially on to 2023. If he was legitimately hurt, I would have just called up Steve Nash and be like, "Tell Ben to just get the procedure. Just call it a night." <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> just call it a night. Let's get ready for next year. Be bad. We'll be better. <laughs> yeah, that was oh, that terrified me. Another thing that's uh, got to be talked about is Seth Curry. The Nets are missing him, especially tonight. You don't get to double KD the way they did when you have Seth Curry on the floor and Patty Mills. Um, you just can't do it because he's a knockdown shooter. So I believe I saw a report that they expect him to play Friday against Portland. Yeah, did you see that as well, or am I like making that up in my head? 
Yeah, I saw that. They said it's like they're going to hold him out tonight, but it's likely that he'll be able to be back. He'll be available for Portland. Right, which they definitely need him. Like, he's a three-level scorer, like KD said. And when you're already missing Irving and Simmons, like, you can't afford to miss anyone else. Yeah. So, and then, I mean, Cam Thomas, I don't, I don't know, man. Like, the Nets seem to be going away from him. He only played six minutes tonight. He, once again, didn't look aggressive in his six minutes. Took one Ever shot. since he had that minor injury, like, he hasn't looked the same. Yeah. And, I mean, it could just be him still trying to work his way back, but, like, he just he definitely just didn't look comfortable out there. Right. And I don't even think it's, like, he doesn't look the same physically. He doesn't look the same mentally. Like, he's – He's a pretty confident kid. Everyone always jokes about it, but, like, we really haven't seen that. Yeah. That's, like, ever since, like you said, ever since he had that little injury. Like, Cam Thomas, before that injury, he was on a stretch where he was hitting game winners. He was playing 20-plus minutes a game. He had that little injury, and we brought in Goran Dragic and Seth Curry, and it's like now at this point he's competing for minutes, and now he's trying to come back from a little setback injury. And, I mean, that could definitely mess with your confidence as a young kid. Like, you have your hopes up that you're going to be contributing in playoff basketball. I'm not saying he still can't, but, like, right now it definitely looks like he's – rotations shortening in the playoffs, but it, de- it definitely looks like he's going to be facing an uphill battle to get playing time this year. I agree. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> it's going to be hard for the kid. I got a couple of quotes from KD before we move on, make our predictions from Portland. Uh, Christian Winfield tweeted, Kevin Durant was a little down on himself for leaving Spencer Dinwiddie to double Luca. Kevin Durant's quote was, I thought the probability of him making that shot was pretty low, but that's why he gets paid $20 million a year to make those type of shots. Mm-hmm. Going back to your statement on Spence being known as a clutch player. Mm-hmm. And then he would want to say, it's a make or miss league. If he misses that, that's great defense by us. Yeah, and he's right because, like, like I said, I don't think you like even though Drogic was a little late on the rotation, you can't expect him to be there on time, especially when KD blitzes and Drogic just goes there to pick up the slack. It's just right. like smart play by Kevin Durant at the end of the day because you don't want Luca taking that final shot. Like, and like Spencer is a clutch player, but you would rather him take that shot than Luca because Luca is a whole nother level of clutch. Like, there's clutch, and then there's Luca Doncic clutch. <laughs> so like. Luca has made so many incredible game-winning shots already so early into his career. And Spencer, Spencer has done the same thing. He has made a lot of clutch shots. Like, we saw it firsthand for many years. But, but like, you do anything to not let Luca take that shot. And like he said, it's a make, it's a make or miss league. Drogic got there a little late, but Drogic still was able to get a hand up, get over towards the Spencer. But Luke, Spencer ends up knocking down the shot. There's not much you can really do there. Yeah, I, I agree. Like, just tip your cap, move on. Yeah, <laughs> I, I just, I got one more tweet. I just, I just saw it. Theo Pinson tweeted right after he hit it. I can't make this up. This dude, and he tagged Dinwiddie. Told me he was going to hit a game winner tonight. <laughs> <laughs> I love Obviously, Theo Pinson and Dinwiddie played together in Brooklyn. Oh, over there on the bench. Well, I, yeah, I don't know if I should really say Theo Pinson played, but he was hey, there. Hey, hey, he's hurt. <laughs> yeah, I know. I'm talking about when he was in Brooklyn. <laughs> oh, I went to a game where Theo Pinson was our leading scorer, and it was a jolly old time. <laughs> yeah, did the Nets win the game? Yes, they did. 
That's actually shocking. But okay. it, was, it was it was at Barclays against the Knicks. Um, I was going, and like I've told you before, Spencer was my favorite player at the time. Two game. I bought the tickets on Tuesday. We had a game Wednesday. I was going to the game Friday. Spencer tears his, the ligament in his thumb that Wednesday. And then D'Lo, and I'm like, okay, fine, cool. I get to see a D'Lo 40-piece. D'Lo puts up like seven points, and Theo puts up 19. <laughs> Theo put up 19, and everybody else, like there was all the guys like Damari Carroll and everything. Like Everybody was like putting up like 12 or 14 points, like almost everybody on the team. But Theo ended up with 19, and he was our leading scorer in the Nets one. <laughs> Well, all right. I take back my Theo uh, harsh words then. You should, because Theo is very was very important to our success. <laughs> all right, Joe. Let's make our picks. I think Portland. We're all going with a win, right? Yeah, Anthony already told us he was going with a win. I'm going with a win. And also you're taking a win. Yeah. Port- Portland's like real bad. Like, yeah, I, mean, I get that at the end of the day, they're like basketball players, professional basketball players, but like they lost to the Knicks tonight by 30, and that game wasn't as close as the final score. Like, yeah, RJ Barrett put up 31. Like, I don't know, man. Like, yeah, the Trailblazers, Pokemon uh, people, yeah, yeah, you. See that poster? <laughs> yeah, that was, rough. That was yeah. Rough. the uh, the Trailblazers are very obviously tanking. This was their starting lineup tonight: Justice Winslow, Drew Eubanks, Trendon Watford, nice. Brandon Williams, and Josh Hart. Not gonna lie, that trending guy I've never heard of in my life. <laughs> their bench players: Greg Brown the third. Elijah Hughes, Kelgen Blevins. All these guys played, by the way. Like, I'm not just making these names up. Chris Dunn, Ben Ben McLemore, CJ Ellaby, and Keon Johnson. Like, that is their full 12-man squad. And they all played. Like, that is their team. Yeah, that's crazy. (laughs) So, you never want to look past the team, but, like, the Nets better win that game. (laughs) <laughs> it's all, all I'll say. Like, if they lose that one, I don't know. Even without Kyrie, like, if they lose that one, I'm not going to be very happy. <laughs> yeah, no, definitely a lot of people would be pretty angry about that. And then, of course, since we seem to not be able to go an episode anymore without talking about the vaccine mandate, Eric Adams made a comment today um, about how he's not it's not a priority and he won't follow a season timeline talking about baseball starting to make a decision or change the vaccine mandate. So the the wait and see continues and it might affect the Yankees and the Mets before anything changes. (laughs) Although I, I think I saw a Woj report on Twitter today that he uh, doubled down on saying that working with the Mets the NBA and like the mayor's office, they it's still optimism by the playoffs that something will get changed, but it has not gotten to that point yet, was what Woj said. So, I mean, him and Shams have both been saying that. So, I guess we'll just continue to wait and see. Yeah, yes, so it's frustrating, up. but Definitely. hopefully, hopefully by April 8th, we uh get a full net squad. <laughs> yeah. 
really. that would be nice. Yeah. All right, Joe. Any, anything else? I think uh, my depressing mood because of Dinwiddie it needs to go to bed. Sleep it off. Forget this night ever happened. Yeah. Well, take yourself to sleep, bud. <laughs> All right. Thank you for tuning into the Sports Ethos Nets podcast with Joe and Cody. No Anthony tonight. Nets lose the heartbreaker. Dinwiddie at the buzzer in Brooklyn. We're on to Portland. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you, with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.